Unite, everybody, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 32-A of Wedding <laughs> Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Buscemi, and I am joined by Mr. Neil Urban. Hello, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Good. Uh, and here we are in Las Vegas. Yeah, we are here in uh, Las Vegas, and the reason that I called it episode 32-A is because we started another episode uh, with uh, Michaela and David of the Harris Company. Mm-hmm. Awesome episode. Yeah, um, in person, in person here in mm-hmm. Vegas as well. Yeah. And uh, it, it's literally such such good content and such a good – we had such a good time with them. We just mm-hmm. wanted to break up the episodes between the interviews that we did on the show floor here. And it, it made more sense to get out the interviews that we did and uh, kind of break things up So because mm-hmm. it was a lot of content <laughs> yes. for, for one episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> had to break that thing up. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's episode uh, 32B – um, wonderful episode. You have to come back and listen to that. It's a must listen to very important information. So. Yeah. And, and, uh, we'll be talking about in-person sales and we had, uh, we had them on, uh, the Harris company, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but we never ago. touched base on the in-person sales no. and, uh, we went out to dinner the other night with, um, with the Harris's and they blew our minds <laughs> yeah. of what we're talking about. Um, and, and you'll see what exactly what yeah. I'm talking and about. And Michaela's a, a firecracker there. She <laughs> just kills it. She's like so on top of it. So um, it was a very good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, in any event, uh, for this episode, we're just going to go like, we're just going to roll right into some interviews that we did. And I just want to thank the people that we uh, got a chance to interview. And it was mostly just on the show floor mm-hmm. with, um, with, with our recorder here. We're going to start off with uh, Jason Group, who's uh, director of WPPI, um, and uh, with a short interview with him. Uh, going into uh, Smart Albums interview with Daniel Usento, he's the CEO founder of uh, Smart Albums, and then uh, Amherst Media, Kate and Barbara uh, from PPA. We have Kristen, uh, she's a director of the Member Value and and Experience, and then uh, a few other people uh, with Lens Rentals. Uh, we interviewed Lens Rentals, The Knot, um, Drobo. And then, uh, last, last but not least, uh, we had an, yes, like, this we, is my favorite one. Yeah. yeah we had yeah. an awesome interview with, uh, uh, Randy J. Braun, uh, who is the director of product experience at DJI. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some crazy stuff with this, uh, yeah. the, the new drone, yeah. um, that they just released that was, uh, he's, he's a, such a cool guy and all, all the other people that were part of that booth, they were just cool. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I actually want to work for that company right now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, just thank you so much uh, for the people that uh, took the time to join us. Uh, you know, join us on the show floor for uh, for a few quick interviews there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're pretty much just gonna leave it at that. Um, just because uh, you know, like I said, we were gonna try and combine our the rest of our show here, but it was just just a little bit too much information at once. So <laughs> uh, I just do want to remind listeners that uh, you know this is Wedding Photographers Unite. We're a bi monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. The show goes live every other Tuesday. And uh, while we're at it, please do leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe in iTunes. Um, and also help us help you. Um, for You can always email us in at info at weddingphotographersunite.com and uh, send us some questions in there and mm-hmm. we'll be happy to, to get back to you. Um, on that uh, and actually one other thing that i just want to mention uh drobo was uh very kind enough to uh give us a 
discount code for our mm-hmm. listeners. So um, we don't quite have that yet because we want to get this uh, this show out um, as it stands right now, just to get the interviews out while they're still as uh, fresh and relevant as possible. <laughs> um, but uh, if you check back next episode... Um, it, yeah, we should have the coupon code by then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and probably, it, I, we said 32B, but it'll be episode 33. <laughs> it'll just sound like episode 32 in the very beginning because it'll mm-hmm. say episode 32. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, listeners, thank you so much for listening in. We're just going to play those interviews right in a row back to back here. And uh, if you have any questions for us or the people that we interviewed, um, you know, please uh, feel free to let us know and uh, we can follow up um, with people from there. But uh, um, yeah, thanks for listening in and we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Okay, here we have Jason Group, director of WPPI. Jason, welcome to the show. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. How's WPPI treating you? It's it's been a great year. A lot of energy this year. Now, talk to us about before WPPI. Uh, so I was a wedding, photo- well, wedding photographer the last 15 years, and prior to that I did both wedding photography and commercial and advertising work. So I, I think I'm headed into what would be considered my 28th or 29th year, I wow. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, mostly weddings last 15 years, and uh, I, I have done commercial and advertising work as well. Now, how did you become the director of WPPI? Uh, that's kind of a, an, uh, an interesting story. I... Uh, was friends with a lot of people who worked for WPPI, and uh, um, there was some turnover in the staff. And one of the sales guys had reached out to me to, to to ask, you know, you know, maybe you can help me suggest some people that we can interview, or maybe offer jobs, see if people are interested, you know, just like any other job, right? Uh, and uh, after spending about 45 minutes on the phone with him, I hung the phone up and I'm like, well, maybe there's a job there for me. Yeah. I mean, I love this show so much. I love WPPI so much. And, you know, thought to myself, well, it would be kind of fun to work on this show. So really kind of random happenstance. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so we started talking and, you know, my position's a little bit different than some of the other people who have been there before me. So it was really about like carving out the right kind of job for what WPPI really needed, and uh, the rest is kind of history. This is number four. Wow, congratulations. Now, you, you're, you make yourself you know, very available for everybody. Um, what are some changes that you've made since you came on board with WPPI that you're really proud of? Well, I mean, I think as a photographer who's come to the show, and I think this is my 10th or 11th year coming, uh, I, you know, being in being able to you know when you're for, when you come here for the first time uh you know you're kind of scared you're, you're overwhelmed by all these people that you idolize so much and and then you start meeting some of your closer peers and you know you kind of really worry about how you know I, am i gonna have a good time you know all that stuff so having somebody that's approachable was really important to me nothing you know you know, it really takes a lot to go up to somebody you don't know. So, you know, I kind of am, you know, the, the main face that's out there with WBBI. So for me, I just kind of take, took the things that I wanted. And, you know, I like to, I like, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a friendly guy. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't make it that hard. And you're very approachable yourself. Thank too. you. So it's, um, as far as changes, uh, not a ton has changed. Uh, we've added a lot more hands-on components, plus classes and photo walks. Uh, and, and just a lot more hands-on, smaller experiences for wedding because it's such a big conference. Um, but we have also done a lot of work to kind of strengthen and make WPPI's print album and filmmaking competition uh, a really strong, healthy, vibrant community and competition. 
with first it's and huge, second it's half. It's huge. It's mean, huge. Which, you, which you, you, and you are one of our proud people who have done very well with us. I am. And I, I'm also a big fan of your work. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and then, you know, we're also trying to work hard to bring the filmmaking community as, and make it WPPI their home as well. Uh, things like that don't happen overnight. And our certification program is the other thing that I'm really proud of as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about the certification. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? So one of the things that people were looking for from me as a photog- as the, now the director, is the, some feedback that I got was, I really, really, really want a certification program, something that's going to help st- strengthen our industry. And fortunately, with a, just a, a lunch meeting with NYIP in New York, uh, they said, you know, why don't we do that for you? Why don't we work together on this? So we spent several months kind of talking about it. And last year, we just launched the, our certification program. So it's a, it's, a, it's a self-study course that was curated by myself, Luke Edmondson, and Roberto Valenzuela, uh, as well as the, the staff at NYIP, who do all kinds of great uh, programming as well. Uh, it's a self-study course with a test, a proctored test. You set up a meeting you show them your ID, they watch you take the test, which I think is kind of weird, but uh, it just, you know, it's the legitimacy of the test that you can't cheat. Uh, there's a business assets you have to give them as well as a portfolio review, and you get feedback on all of that. And then once you pass all of that stuff, you get your certification materials. That's awesome. That really yeah. is. Well, let's back up a little bit. Now, why should one enter into the print competition? Um, well, I mean, I think with any competition, you have to sit down and figure out what are you going to get out of it. And I think everybody gets something a little bit different out of it. Number one, you should enter because you want to win. Yeah. That should be your number one goal. Uh, but it's not necessarily, you know, that's part of the goals. Uh, one of the things that was really important to me with the competition was feedback. Again, I was going to say that's, that was my, yeah, I do want to win, but it's, it's also about education. Right. So it was strengthening the ways that we were delivering feedback. Uh, in years past, you just got a score, and that was your feedback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really, really made it a learning experience by the feedback that you're given. You get audio files now. Um, yeah. Uh, so we get, so for first and second half, when you enter an image, you get feedback on every image, whether it's a written couple of sentences, or this year we just started offering the ability for you to purchase uh, audio feedback as well. And, uh, you know, anytime you add a techno- uh, technological component to something, you worry about it. Yeah. And yeah. it's a ton of work. Uh, but it which, went which off Which Brad well. deserves a, uh, a yeah. little uh, shout out yeah, for yeah. that High one. five, our yeah. technology guy. Uh, now, what I was blown away by this year, what you guys recently added, was the 10 prints before your print was to be judged. You guys gave us a little heads up on that. That was absolutely incredible because I used to actually just sit in a room, just wait for my print, wait for my print, and I go to the bathroom and I miss my print, but now I get a heads up by yeah. email. Now, that was an awesome surprise. It was, it was. And, you know, we, we, I love Brad. He, he does all, all, all of our technology for us, and he told me he was going to do this, and I said, all right, Brad, please promise me this is going to work. <laughs> Because otherwise, I'm just going to have a lot of angry photographers yeah, on yeah. me. And it did. It, it worked. Did. Well. It wasn't perfect. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't perfect. But getting that heads up. And, you know, also this year, too, we, we recorded all the audio. So everybody as a member will be able to get their feedback if they missed it for some reason. So it's all about that feedback. The audio feedback, first and second half competition. And it's, again, as a photographer myself, knowing, you know, being just, just asking myself, what would I want in this competition? That's kind of how I've been trying to lead that way yeah that's fantastic 
Now, for those who aren't here, what do you guys say to them? Well, you missed a great year. <laughs> you know, and I understand, you know, not everybody can make the trip every single year. And, you know, I understand it's, it's difficult. Um, but, you know, we try and, you know, deliver a great experience for everybody every year. And I do think that, you know, there's a lot of choices out there now, but there, nothing beats a live experience. Mm -hmm. So if you've never done it, you should come. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for everything that you do. Um, where can our followers follow you at? Uh, WPPI Online Facebook page, our Twitter, RFWPPI. We had a Snapchat this year, which was fantastic. awesome. Fantastic. Uh, and I mean, you know, we're on all social media. Now, are you ready for the awards show tonight? It's what can we expect? Day. It's yeah. gonna be a long day. Yes, we're ready. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, hello everybody. I'm here with uh, Daniel from Smart Albums. And uh, Daniel, how are you doing today? I am doing well, even though a little tired on my feet, but I'm doing really well. Okay, we're on the we're on the show floor of WPPI, and um, Daniel, I've been using Smart Albums for about a year at this point. Uh, you guys are amazing. I could give you my rundown, but since this is your uh, your job here, I think you'll do a better job than I will. If tell our listeners about uh, about what you guys do, and uh, and how it could be helpful for wedding photographers. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, uh, we make the easiest, the simplest album design software on the planet. That's as much as I need to say. Uh, the best thing is for people to just try it. 30-day trial, free. There's no watermarks. There's, there's no limitations on the trial. Uh, you can design an album. You can print it. Uh, if you, especially if you use Photoshop or InDesign uh, and you take days to design an album. This is going to cut it down to 20 minutes uh, max. And I know it sounds crazy if you design an album somewhere else, but it's, it's true. Uh, so, yeah, try it. You'll see that it's for real. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that might sound... Like, like Daniel was saying, a little bit crazy that you can design an album in 20 minutes, but literally, you can design an album in 20 minutes. Um, and uh, from if you've used other uh, album design software before, like we all have, uh, you know that uh, that can be uh, quite the process. Actually, uh, can you talk a little bit about um, one of the other benefits outside of the album software, which really it is just like kind of a drag and drop kind of thing with with your photos, about the the back end stuff that you guys have with um, with how you upload and how you interact with clients um, from from there. Yeah, uh, the one of the biggest values at our company uh, is simplicity. So that simplicity not only in design but also in the revision process with the client. Uh, what we allow to do is send the design directly from the app on your computer directly to your client in the web format. They'll see a presentation where they can flip pages. They can see all the uh, all the, whole, the entire design, they can make suggestions or comments right on the page, and those comments will be fed directly into Smart Albums. In other words, not only the design is simple, but also the interacting with customers is simple. The entire process, really, it's just it's it's uh, much, 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 much better than it was ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, and actually, uh, to that point, uh, you know what what's amazing to me is that when the clients are looking at the wedding design online. Um, if there's one change that they want to make, they can actually comment on each individual photo yep. and then make that switch. And, and, you know, I've used some other design software where there's a question about what image is it that they want to change from one to the next. And um, for our listeners out there, um, really uh, take, taking a look at that and just being able to, like, on for the client to comment on one photo and say, hey, I don't like photo one. Can you please swap that out for photo five? Um, is uh, is a real advantage. Um, so, so 
Um, uh, Daniel, anything else uh, that you want to mention? Uh, by, by the time our listeners uh, hear this, it'll be post WPPI. But are there, um, if, if somebody was interested in uh, in looking at Smart Album software, what would they what would they do, and how would they how would they go about that? Uh, first, like I said, uh, we want you to try it because we really think that if you try it, you're not going to be able to say no. It's it's going to save you hours and hours of time. If you decide to purchase it, it's only a one-time fee of two ninety-nine USD. And uh, with that, you also get a year of free cloud proofing. So typically, it's $200 a year, uh, but you get a year of free. Uh, it's, I mean, I know I'm biased, but it's the best investment you'll ever make. And we have lots of people coming at the booth and just being super excited because they've saved so much time doing this. So uh, like I said, uh, I only ask for, to you, for you to try it. That's all I really, that's, I know that's going to be enough. So that's all. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, and uh, thank you, Daniel, for uh, for joining us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, thanks, uh, listeners, to check out uh, Smart Albums. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, here we have Kate and Barbara from Immerse Media. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Neil. So tell us a little bit about Amherst Media. Well, we're about 30 years old. The company was started by one man who used to be a teacher and decided to write a how-to book on 35 millimeter. And it's gone on to sell over 100,000 copies. And we are now, fast forward, 30 years into 400-plus titles. Easy. Wow. That's that's a lot. I mean, if, if, if you... If you're getting into photography, you probably came across some of their books, whether if it's searching on the internet or going to your local photography store. Where else can people find your books? Well, all of the books are available as ebooks, so they're in Kindle, they're in Nook, um, they're at everything is on Amazon.com. Sorry, camera stores. And <clears throat> actually, just anywhere in the world, we're all over the world. The UK carries us, the camera clubs across the country here and abroad carry us it's pretty much impossible not to get us and our authors are a lot of the speakers at the trade shows here WPPI Imaging USA Photo Plus PDN mm -hmm. yeah now SWPP. and SWPP yeah yeah have you guys gone over there yet or no, any I plans on? I'm still trying to get you to go over there <laughs> maybe maybe uh, maybe next year um, now, t tell us about um, sale of hard copies. I mean, me and Barbara were just talking about this. Um, hard copies versus digital copies. Is there a trend going? There's a trend going where our ebooks sales are increasing and our print sales are kind of plateau. You know, we've decreased print runs, but we're still very much in the market that people photographers are artistic our images our books are image intensive and people want to hold these books and they're very just portable and beautiful and the print quality is outstanding so we're available in both formats so but 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 the ebook is growing it's growing so if our listeners are sitting home late at night and they're like hey I, I want to hop online right now and buy a book right now where where can they uh, where can they buy buy some of the books online well, you can go to Amazon, and they've got the uh, nifty search inside the book feature, so you can literally flip through some pages, check out the content, and be sure that it's exactly what you're looking for before you purchase. Right. And um, our topics range, we, we're primarily geared toward wedding and portrait photographers. Yeah, that was my next question of um, the wide range of photography books that you guys offer. What are, 
It's not just weddings, correct? No, no, we cover macro photography, we cover infrared, we have black and white, we have nude, boudoir, wedding posing, children, groups. What am I missing? We've Pretty much everything. Everybody. Oh yeah. my goodness, yes. Any architecture in there or any landscapes? We have a lot of landscape, a lot of architecture. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Even more... Um, Pets. Yes, uh, we're, we've got some great uh, new books queued up in the pet uh, pet realm. Yeah, and, maternity, um, newborn, right? Yeah, yeah, just everything, and we're always looking. Now, feel free to start name dropping. Who are some of your uh, your authors here? Here at the show, Neil Vanique. Well, well, not not only at the show, but where are some of your best best? Oh, um, Jennifer and at the Rosenbaum, show. Jennifer Rosenbaum, hot seller. Neil Vanikker does fantastic. Don't forget about your other Neil. I Neil Urban, <laughs> fabulous kind of author, one of our favorites. He is our favorite, so easy to work with. Such stunning image. They're only saying that because I'm standing in front of him. But uh, go on, go on. Your stuff is beautiful. Uh, we've got Tony Corbell. Tony Corbell, yeah. Um, David Beckstead. David Beckstead. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Why don't we do this in front of the books while I forget? <laughs> Carl Kaler. Kevin J. Raj. Kevin J. Raj, we love him. So what's on the horizon for Amherst Media? Anything new coming up? More books. More books. More books. And we're also going to put some focus on a new format, which is extremely image intensive with captions that teach you how the images were made. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah, an entire manuscript can be daunting. You guys are artists. You guys are more in the art aspect of it. So the writing can seem like it's a lot of work, but it's really, really quite easy to do a book with us. And we have fantastic top-notch editors who make them all beautiful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Neil. Okay, here I am with Kristen from PPA. How are you doing? Um, excellent. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Now, uh, tell us a little bit more about PPA. Yeah, so PPA is a nonprofit organization. We're almost as old as photography itself, created back in 1869. We are a membership organization, so we have close to 30,000 members. We have lots of really great benefits. You want to hear about them? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> so I will tell you sort of our top three benefits that we have, although we have lots more on the website. But our top three benefits, I would say, is we actually have equipment insurance with each one of our professional active memberships, something all photographers need. So you get up to $15,000 of equipment insurance with membership. All you have to do is activate your policy. Probably our second most popular benefit is unique to us. It's the indemnification trust. It covers data loss recovery and also dissatisfied clients. Oh, wow, that is huge. Yeah. It is. It's, it's really great, especially for like wedding and portrait photographers. Sometimes you get those crazy brides, mother-in-laws, whatever it may be, but we do have a legal team that will step in and help you sort of work through that process. Now, if something were like that were to happen, how does one go about contacting you guys? Just give you a call, email? Yeah, you can um, email or phone. Um, you can just call our 1-800 number. Our member care team can actually file a claim for you for the trust, and then we, within 48 business hours, one of our uh, attorneys or paralegals will give you a call back and sort of talk you through the situation okay. and help you, get, get you started and point you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, then our probably our third biggest benefit that we have is we have so much education online. We have over 1,800 videos online um, in PPA EDU as well as PhotoVision. And it's great because we have eight different categories. So we have some business classes as well as some classes that will kind of help you be creative and work on your craft. Now, we're at WPPI right now. So what differs you guys from WPPI? 
I would say probably first and foremost, we're a nonprofit. Um, so that means we don't have a lot of stakeholders to please except our members. They're our bosses. <laughs> uh, so the money that we take in for our dues, we're able to really put back into our members. So the benefits that we offer, you're not going to get in any other organization. Nobody else offers equipment insurance, yeah. errors and omissions insurance, you know, data loss recovery, sample contracts. Mm-hmm. There's no other organization out there that will be able to give you that stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, you guys also do a trade show, don't you? We do. We have Imaging USA. We're excited. We're going to be in San Antonio, Texas next year. That is awesome. Uh, I, I think I know, I, I know for a fact I'm going to go next year. That's I, I have to go. Yeah. Good, good. Um, yep, we're hoping everybody brings their cowboy boots out. <laughs> uh, it's going to be January 8th through the 10th in San Antonio. It's three days. We've got um, platform classes, and then, of course, we have a trade show with over 600 vendors that are there as well. And um, We've got some really great pre-convention classes with some hands-on and walking tours, lots of fun stuff. All in three days? All in three days plus some really great parties it's good stuff now you guys switch cities almost every year don't you i mean wpi it's pretty much in vegas Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. um tell us a little bit something about about that why you guys just change cities every year Yeah, I mean, we really do it for the members. It's great to sort of change it up, you know, a little bit each year. It gives us some different opportunities so the show, you know, isn't the same year after year. Plus, um, a lot of our members, we want to go to cities where we can keep the room rates under $200 so it's affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, a lot of our members, you know, are able to drive in or get into, you know, some of the larger cities, you know, if they want to fly in. So we usually stay between Nashville, San Antonio, Atlanta, and we've got a couple of other ones that we're looking at right now. That's awesome. Now, um... Tell us, tell us a little bit how someone can become a member. I love that question. <laughs> um, so you can join a couple of different ways. If you're at WPPI, you can come by the booth. Um, we're at booth 1169. You can go onto the website at ppa.com and just click the join button and join on the website. Now, is there like an application um, there are no requirements to join PPA. We want everybody to become a member, even if you're just starting off in your business. We want you, so that way you've got your equipment insurance. You can get started off on the right foot and learn how to start you know, a successful business. Um, so there are no requirements, but there is an application. It takes about two minutes you know, to go through. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Or you can call our member care team, our 1-800 number, and they can join you right over the phone. That's awesome. Now, um, let's talk about fees a little bit. Is there a one fee, a yearly fee, monthly fee? We do have, um, so we are a membership organization, so you have two different payment options. For a professional active membership, which is the whole kit and caboodle membership, it's $323 annually. Or we do have monthly installments, which is a month-to-month membership. It's hugely popular. People love it. And it's $27.92 per month. And again, that includes the equipment insurance, trust coverage, sample contracts, education. So pretty much it's priceless right there. It's priceless. Uh, A lot of our benefits, I mean, again, we hope you don't have to use insurances, but the moment that you use it, you're going to be awfully thankful that you got PPA at your back. I was just going to say that. You guys have our back, and that's wonderful. 100%. That's what we're here for. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, here we have Chase and Sarah from Lens Rentals. Uh, tell us a little bit about the company. Uh, yeah, we're Lens Rentals. We're an online rental house uh, based out of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, we rent out photography gear, video equipment, lighting, pretty much anything you need for uh, any level of shoot. We uh, send it right to you. When you're done, you send it right back. So uh, it's a great way to get stuff that you don't necessarily need full-time or maybe you can't afford or you just want to maybe try something out before you buy it. So Now, is it lens lenses only or do you, what else do you offer? We have cameras, lighting, tripods, anything you need for video production. Pretty much if you need it, we've got it. We've got everything. Fist in a box, we will ship yeah. it to you. Yeah, for sure. Now, tell us uh, about the process. How does one go about rent? Let's say if someone wants to rent a lens, um, how, how do they go about the process? 
oh, it's just kind of going on any other online retail store. You just shop around, find the items you want, read the reviews, look at the product description, see if it's you know it fits your needs. Add to your shopping cart, and then when you're done, you just basically select the dates and the ad. You tell us that, you know where you want, it, and we'll make sure to get it to you in time. Now, do you rent by day or by week, month? How, how does how does that go? Yeah, it's it's completely customizable. You can do one day, you can do ninety days, you can do any any amount that you need. It's 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 priced per day. It's cheaper per day the longer that you have the item. Now, let's say if I needed a lens by next week, um, when should I have it shipped to me by just to be safe? Well, you just let us know when you need it. We'll 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 figure out the shipping part of it for you. So make you know take that headache away. But um, the reason we're located in Memphis, that's where FedEx is headquartered and it's our main shipper. So we can get pretty much anywhere in the country overnight if we need to. That's almost mid U.S. almost. So that's that's nice it's centrally very, very located. You need to be there for sure. Yeah, and then everything else is two day ground. So as long as you know, you know, if you just give us a couple days heads up, we'll make sure to get it to you on time. And and the good thing is it comes with a label. When you're done, just you know slap the new label over the old. Give it back to FedEx, and uh, your worries are. So over. they don't have to hunt around for a new box or anything. Everything's all already set for them, yeah. correct? Come all packaged up and uh, nice and safe, and you'll know, make sure everything gets there. And uh, good thing about you know using FedEx or, you know, as a drop-off location or as a pickup location or something like that is they're all over the country. So you're never within you know a few you know miles. It's usually of a FedEx, and so it's great, especially if you're traveling. Now, now let's say if if I rent a lens from you guys, and let's say if I have an accident. And I accidentally drop it. What happens from there? Well, what's great is that we offer our own insurance. So if you have your insurance, you can use that. But we also offer two different levels. You can get damage protection or you can get our full coverage, which includes loss and theft. So if you damage it, that you're bear only... Attacks. Right, bear attacks. We've had bear attacks. We've had bear attacks. Come on, really? <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, what else? What else? We've had air, airplanes. We've had things get dropped like... Dropped in lakes. Dropped in lakes, quicksand, like you name it. It's, it's, it's happened. We've, it's... It's crazy. We, we, we have a lot of stories. This would be a much longer podcast if we started sitting down and telling you some of this craziness. So, Now, um, I, have, I have a destination wedding coming up. Um, now, tell me about the process, about how I should go about that. Should I have it shipped to me at my home, at my studio, or should I have it shipped to my hotel room, UPS Holding Center? It's um, it's really up to you. You know, if you want to fly with the gear, um, that's up. You know, we can ship it to your house, and you just take it with you, and that, you know, it comes with cases. Um, but you know, if you're going to travel, one of the benefits of renting something is it can be there when you get there. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, check baggage fees or overweight fees or anything like that, or even just the hassle of carrying all that gear around. Cause some of this stuff is not light. Um, so, like I said, FedEx, uh, we do actually ship UPS, too, if somebody's interested in UPS. Um, it's just it's there. They will hold it for you. And, you know, so if your flight's delayed, the package will still be there. You can just pick it up at your convenience. Um, and then the same thing, when you're done, just give it back to them. So it's like having uh, a pickup location anywhere in the country. That's awesome. Now, uh, how fast do you guys get products in? Like, let's say if a new camera's coming out, do you guys get it right away and and is there a huge demand as to where someone needs to uh, rent it as, as quickly as possible? Do you guys have a lot of them? Is I'm proud to say we probably have the largest inventory of rental equipment in the world. Um, so we have a lot of items, and so we do get some perks about for being a large company. That you know they do send us gear first. Some of it's insider secrets about how we get stuff, but we um, we do a pretty good job. Our um, our management team does a great job of making sure things are in stock and that we are getting the most popular items and enough of the most popular items. Um, but you know there are always some items that come out and. There's going to be a pre-order list, but we will eventually, uh, eventually we'll get them all. Excellent, excellent. And one last question: What's the most popular item right now? Oh, that's so tough. I would say that. I'd like to find well, it. Like the Matic, yeah. 
product we carry the most of is still some of the uh, the DSLRs from you know the main brands from Canon, Nikon, Sony. Um, they're still. I was going to ask about Sony. Courses. A lot of people you know are are interested in Sony, but they're kind of scared to make that jump over. Is Sony a popular item? It's becoming so much more popular. Like the amount of Sony stock that we have is growing all the time. So many people are switching over to that smaller, more exciting sensor. You know, the lens selection is catching up. A lot yeah. of people were you know. Going from like an Nikon or Canon, they had a bunch of glass, they had a big investment. Going into Sony was kind of like, I got to start all over. I want the camera, but there wasn't necessarily the lenses to cover all the aspects of it. A lot of that fear is going away. But there's, so. there's a lot of adapter options. A lot of people are using their Canon or Nikon. Do you offer those adapters as well? Does it come with a camera? Or? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it depends. Like we, we rent the Metabone stuff, we rent a few of the other brands. Um, but the reason Sony is exciting is because you can actually do some really fun stuff using the adapters. Like... It's a really fun way to shoot like a glass. You know, necessarily we want a, a full rangefinder camera, but you maybe you want the a, like a specialty look or something. Do you guys offer like a glass? Like yeah, we have Panasonic, yeah, a little Olympus, um, Fuji. We have some uh, Ricoh. We got we got it all. I see you holding a GoPro there. Even GoPros too. Oh yeah, GoPro action cams. Um, no, what about uh, drones? Uh, Did we get in that market we yet? Or? A lot of things related to drones, but unfortunately, if the drone goes up in the air and it comes down, is it our fault? Your fault? Correct, yeah. I, fault, I can neighbor's fault? Did somebody shoot it now with a shotgun? <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't know what happens to that. Like, and there's no, it's, you can't insure them at this point. It's still kind of a really big gray area. Yeah. And uh, But the good thing is a lot of those products are coming down to a price point where, you know, you don't necessarily have to rent it. It's, uh, you know, you can get into it fairly inexpensively. Yeah, as, even just two years ago, you were starting price, you know, $10,000. So now you can get into it a little bit easier. So uh, there's not as much need for rental. We get a couple of requests every once in a while, but unfortunately it's one of those things that I just can't really logistically see how it would work. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was a wonderful interview. Okay, here I am with Hillary and Christy from thenot.com. How are you doing, ladies? Hi, good. How are you? Hello, Neil. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about thenot.com. So The Knot is the largest wedding network in the world. We have um, a print magazine that's in 15 or 16 regional markets and then a national print magazine as well. Um, we have The Knot.com website, which is the most highly trafficked wedding website. We get about 9 million unique visitors a month. And then we also have our mobile app, which um, brides and grooms are flocking to to help plan their wedding. Fantastic. And now, what are you guys offering today? Are you creating um, something that is to where people can sign up for, create an account? Yeah, so we're trying to connect um, photographers with the brides. And what's really great about our website especially is that we have 8 out of 10 brides getting married in the United States that register with us on the knot.com. Fantastic. Now, um, now, is it, now does a photographer uh, go to your website and create a profile and start uploading images? Yeah, so there's different levels of um, promotion that a photographer could have, depending on his need, what market he's in, he or she's in. So we suggest that they connect with the local rep who has all the local information, um, knows the market demographics, kind of finds out what that photographer's business goals are, and then she'll create a package that's aligned with what that photographer's looking for. So, example, I'm the rep in San Diego, so if a new photographer um, maybe has a handful of weddings under their belt they come in at a competitive price point and their goal is to grow their book of business I would create a marketing plan using the knot that would help them hit their business goals so it's almost everything's different everybody's different yes. correct? it's not a one-size-fits-all yeah, customized package for each advertising partner that we have 
So now if someone's just a part-time photographer and they only want maybe a handful of weddings per year. Now, would that differ from someone who wants maybe 30 to 40 weddings per year? Yes. Yeah, because you get what you pay for. So if someone just has a day job that's doing this on the side, just kind of wants to keep their skills going and just loves to do it, you know, they probably don't need to spend as much as someone who's looking to book 50 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The other part of that I would say is that you're guaranteed to get uh, leads through the knot. And so what's great about that is that they can pick and choose which weddings they want to be a part of, which brides that they relate to and think that they could do a good job for. So now do brides contact them right through your website or do they actually have to click through a couple links and to get to you know your email, your website? Yeah. So there's two types of leads that you'll get from the knot. One is a direct inquiry where they'll say, hi, I found you on the knot, send me pricing. The other is that brides will then click into your website read about you, read about your pricing, your bio, fill out your contact me form and get you that way. So both both types of lead are bought, brought to you by The Knot, just one's a little bit more direct. But the second one's probably a little bit stronger of a lead because they're a little more invested in you. Now, are there different tiers of like featured memberships? Um, yes, there are. Yeah, okay. you can do like top of the line, premium featured, featured on page one. Yeah, there's lots of different levels. Now, are there cutoffs as to where you only offer so many featured photographers in an area? Yes, and and in several of our markets, we have a wait list. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, here we have Brett from Drobo. Brett, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about the company. Sure. So Drobo uh, started as its data storage device uh, that's going to hold multiple hard drives together. And the reason that that's actually important is because a lot of people don't think about where they're going to keep all their files or backing things up until it's way too late and maybe they've lost something important that they that they can't get back. And so uh, Drobo comes in and you're able to now keep all of your files, folders, photos, anything you, you want to make sure that you have long term in one place and then uh, it's, it'll always just be there for you in case of because drives happen to fail as well so we want to make sure that everything is is well protected in case things go bad electronically Let, let's say I, I don't know anything about the Drobo system How, where do I get started yeah we have something for for every kind of use case out there so it really depends on what you want to do but typically uh, with a lot of photographers I mean that's really why we're here today as well is, is uh, we have units that are four bays and five bays uh, that's just enough to kind of get you started, but it's the easiest thing to use. It would take, shouldn't take any more than 10 minutes to set up from start to finish, even taking the hard drives out of the wrappers that they come in. It's very, very easy. Uh, if you can click a checkbox, yes, you can set up this Drobo. So uh, just slide in hard drives, any brand you like, any size you like. Uh, they slide right into the bays. They don't need any kind of trays or tools or anything, uh, like those old VCR tapes. And Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just that easy. Uh, so you put them in. The Drobo is actually going to format those for you and do all the work for you so that all you need to do is just open up. Uh, if you're a Mac user, it's going to be on your on your Finder folder. You'll see it as, as the Drobo. If you're a Windows user, you'll see it in the Windows folder as the Drobo. Uh, and you just really start saving to it like you would any other folder on your computer. So it looks very much like the internal hard drive on your computer, but it's an external device for, for large amount of storage. So the, the little hard drives, they don't come with a Drobo? No, yeah, yeah. They can if you like, but 
I always say, you know, get it empty, get it without any drives, because that way you can use whichever drives you want to use. If you find some special or a good price, or maybe you already have some, some people have some laying around, uh, they can just pop right into the Drobo and you're, you're good to go. So now this one has one terabyte each. <clears throat> now you can put anything, like if you find a four terabyte, almost any, pretty much anything in there? Yeah. All Drobos actually hold up to the 8-terabyte drives now. Really? Wow. So, yeah. Wow. You, but you can mix and match. Uh, you don't have to fill it up at all. Just put in whatever you need now, and that actually even gives you a little bit of room to grow as you start filling up. Maybe you had a lot of, of stuff that you've done recently. You're saving to the Drobo, and you started to fill it up. You just put in another drive, and you've expanded that, that storage ability. Now, which one do you recommend? Just a beginning photographer, just starting out, he wants to back up his stuff. Um, which one do you recommend? Yeah, so this one right here that we're looking at, uh, it's called our Drobo 5D. D is in David, dog, direct attached, whatever you want to say D is, uh, and 5 for 5 base. So uh, the reason we do recommend that is because it's going to plug right into your Mac or PC computer uh, and look like an external hard drive would, but it's very, very fast. So if anybody wants to even use it as a device that they're working from, editing their photos and, and videos directly off of the Drobo, they can do that uh, because of the speed of, of the, the connections to it. There's USB 3 and two Thunderbolt That was my ports. next question. Yeah. yeah, two Thunderbolt ports on there as well. So you can use either one of those uh, for, for connecting to your computer. Fantastic. Now, let's say I have a Mac. Um, do I have to buy a certain Drobo that only works with Mac, or does it work with both? Uh, so the 5D does work with both. Okay. Yeah, the, the Thunderbolt would be exclusive to the Mac. You wouldn't be able to use Thunderbolt on a Windows machine. But uh, And then USB 3 would work, obviously, with both as well. So it's, it's, it's versatile in that way. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, here we are with Randy with DJI. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about DJI. I mean, you guys are pretty much like the hottest company right now in the industry, not only for you know portrait photographers, but for all photographers and, and video too. Tell us a little bit about DJI. Actually, we're just getting started with portrait and wedding photography. Uh, just starting to touch. Just getting started, people. Just getting started. <laughs> just the uh, very tip of the iceberg with that right now. DJI is the world's largest uh, developer and manufacturer of consumer and commercial drones. We have about 70 to 75 percent of the entire market right now and we are now a company of 5,000 plus people with about 12 offices uh, worldwide. So our global company, it's been a really great company to work for. I started with them two years ago and that can that makes me one of the oldest employees believe it or not. Really? Wow. We're 10 years old now and we uh, 10 years ago we had 20 employees and now we're at 5,000 been very fast growing. We have uh, maybe a new drone product coming out about yes, every five yes. Everybody's every five excited months. about that. Well, about every five months on average, we have a new one coming out. Most of our competitors, and there's some good ones out there, we can take maybe two or three years to develop a drone, but uh, we're moving so fast. We have approximately 800 engineers in one building in Shenzhen, China. And so we have a lot of people working on a lot of different products from aerial products to ground products now. And, ca and we have also become a cam camera developer and manufacturer as well. Wow, and, and I'm looking around your booth, beautiful booth by the way, and almost looks like a shark tank over here. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's that's really a, cool that you guys actually fly a drone yes. right in there. Oh, that's a flight cage. That's uh, these days uh, required at most trade shows. It's for safety because we're not allowed to fly in close proximity to people and it's just a good idea to keep drones safe. Now safety is always a huge concern for uh, drone flyers and uh, or for people around drones, and so we are 
very big advocates of flying safe and paying attention to the FAA regulations. Yeah, speaking of uh, FAA, um, what should we know about right now with, uh, as of March 9th? What should we know about right now? Okay, the biggest concern right now for professional photographers and videographers or cinematographers is that the FAA does not condone, currently condone the use of uh, drones for professional or commercial use without their permission. Getting their permission right at this point is not easy. Uh, many people have, except it can be expensive. So right now uh, you would need what's called an exemption 333 to fly within the uh, guidelines of the FAA. Uh, we all know that many, many, many thousands of people are doing it without that exemption, but uh, that's um, what the FAA is mostly concerned about safety and uh, not endangering people. And you know, so right now uh, we're waiting and looking forward to approximately a year from now. We think that the rules are going to change. We work very closely with the FAA on it. This is my next question: okay. If you know, because you guys own pretty much seventy percent of the market, they do, know, they, do yeah. they come to you? Do yes. you guys go to them? Are Both. you guys working in hand in hand? We have an office in Washington D.C. and an office in New York. Uh, we have a policy and legal office back there, and uh, many lobbyists now on Capitol Hill. Uh, people are starting starting to see the light, and it's become obvious that drones are inevitable. It's not just a trendy thing; it is uh, becoming a necessary. Uh, uh, machine or robot for many industries to uh, do business more effectively and efficiently. So on what we're waiting for is hopefully the four pound rule, which means that anything under four pounds will uh, be able to fly commercially just by passing a written test. Uh, there's no guarantee that's, that's going to pass, but that's looking very promising at this point. Right now, we're categories, every drone under 55 pounds is in the same category. And that's become a out, very outdated rule because now you have kids flying drones, two-inch drones, four-inch drones, and that's an, all in the same category, So, which is kind of ridiculous. So the FAA is trying their best to catch up. We speak to them all the time, okay. a daily basis, yeah. and they actually have uh, become... Very, uh, very. They're fun to work with now. I mean, when we have a booth next to them, like we did at CES, uh, we get along great. We promote each other, uh, uh, in effect, and, and uh, it's all coming along very well. Yeah. So the, the guidelines from the FAA are primarily: do not fly within five miles of an airport unless you notify the air traffic control tower. Uh, do not fly over 400 feet. Do not fly over large crowds of people unless they're part of aware of what you're doing uh, do not fly at night do not fly out of direct line of sight those are the primary rules so in within our DJI drones we have uh, firmware that prohibits you from flying over 400 feet or prohibits you from starting your motors within a certain proximity to an airport it's already built in and now we have an additional um, upgrade or firmware or a new technology coming out which should be out with the Phantom 4. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it... Which I can't wait to be released, by right. the way. It's, it's, it's released, it just hasn't shipped until March 15th. So, this, this uh, firmware is going to, or this um, program is called GEO. It's Geospatial Environment Online. Now that means that as you fly your drone, 
you will be receiving data from the cloud, whatever the cloud is. It's sending information down to your app that, uh, that you're flying with, with real-time information about no-fly zones, temporary no-fly zones. So if the Pope or the President happens to be coming through town on a motorcade, a temporary no-fly zone will be put up around that area, and you won't be able to start your motors and fly really? near it. Wow. Also, wildfires, which was a big issue, are temporary no-fly zones. The Super Bowl, large sports events are temporary no-fly zones. So um, that is a really good technology that uh, even, even large fireworks displays. So this would pro prohibit people from accidentally flying into those areas unknowingly, not knowing that the president was uh, ten mi five miles away, for yeah, instance. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about registration. I've already okay. registered my drone. Good. But for those who, who don't know anything about it, can you touch base on that a little bit? Uh, FAA registration is just another level of accountability. And it's sim simple. It takes less than about five minutes or less mm -hmm. on online. Now it costs $5 per person, not per drone. So if you have five drones, uh, it's still just $5 total. And they give you a number within a, a minute online. And uh, you, you write that number somewhere, maybe inside the battery housing. Um, of your drone so that if you happen to cause an accident or do something maliciously or illegally and they found your drone, they would know who is they can come back to you. So it's an accountability level. And also, on that website, you sign off saying that you understand the rules, uh, you're going to fly safely. Really, it, it just says that you understand the FAA's guidelines and so that... Um, um, you know, it's a, a good, it's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it was a very simple step, and we've all registered our drones now, and um, we feel good about it. Uh, and that's that. Excellent. Uh, uh, now I'm looking around. Now you guys don't just do drones. Uh, what else do you guys carry now? We have land-based or handheld gimbal technology. That spun off of our drone technology because everyone wanted a more stable camera on a drone. We started creating these three-axis brushless gimbals. Uh, they became so popular, and we we made them so well that the technology sort of spun off into handheld gimbals that are larger. You can hold uh, your 35 millimeter DSLR if you're shooting video, uh, and run up and down stairs, and it still looks silky smooth. We used to have to put cameras on a dolly track or a jib or boom. To make that smooth shot now you just you can handhold your cameras saves a lot of time and money for hollywood and for, it's very easy for the average person we also now have what's called the osmo short for osmosis <laughs> and it uh, enables you to use the same camera on your drone as you do on a handheld gimbal or stabilizer so you can pop say if you're working on a project and you want some continuity on that pro during that project you have some aerial shots and you have some land-based shots. You can use the same exact same camera just with just by taking it off your Inspire One drone and popping it onto the Osmo handheld gimbal. Okay, so the Osmo is just the tool. You don't have to. A camera doesn't come with it. It comes with a camera. However, we are anticipating a uh, new release soon where it will hold heavier cameras, uh, larger cameras. And um, the X5, which is our, uh, our pretty much our, our very uh, cream of the crop camera for the Inspire One. The X5 incorporates a micro four-thirds sensor, uh, 
we have a choice of at least five different lenses now that we can use on the X5 camera. It's uh, the same sensor, I'll just go ahead and tell you, it's the same sensor as a Panasonic GH4. It's got 12.7 stops of um, exposure value, so a huge dynamic range of light, and it's great in uh, low light situations. So we will be able to pop that off of the Inspire 1 and onto a small handheld gimbal, which you can hold in one hand and control and uh, use and create silky smooth video. Um, that has not released yet. They're, they're just firming up the engineers. I just talked to the product uh, development team. They, because that's a heavier camera, they want to find all the weak points so nothing breaks. Yeah. And they're going to firm up the weak points where the two, where the camera is linked on to the uh, handheld gimbal. So it's uh, we can anticipate that out. I don't know, sometime soon. I hope. Excellent. Anything else on the horizon that you guys uh, can share with us? Uh, no, the Phantom Four just released. Uh, Which, if you're hearing a buzzing in the background, that's it that's flying in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, no, it is. It's a Phantom Four. Okay. Right there. Uh, the Phantom Four just released. Uh, we have one sitting on the counter there, and it. Uh, okay, the new features, the main new features are that it has optical avoidance, mm -hmm. true optical avoidance uh, with forward-facing cameras that actually build a, a, a map of what's ahead of it. Wow. And wow. not only that, but you can tap on your uh, tablet screen, tap onto a moving object. And tracks it. It will, right? it will identify that moving object and start learning about it as that object is moving. So that if it's a car and it hap and it, it learns the shape of that car, say the car takes a right-hand turn, the shape is going to change. But the, the, there is machine learning going on. The, the Phantom 4 will keep on learning about that object as it keeps moving. And so it will be able to track that car wherever it goes. Uh, and so you have it keeps that car in the center of the frame. You can adjust the altitude and the distance from it. But um, So that's called Active Track. Another feature is Tap Fly. You can tap on any object on your tablet that you're looking at, and the drone will fly towards that object and stop uh, before hitting it. Stop about two meters before hitting it. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of technology going on. And, and longer battery life, right? Longer battery life. It's 28 minutes now for the Phantom 4. We also have a new mode called Sports Mode, which will allow it to fly 44.7 miles per hour, which is ripping. So, um, and it yaws a lot faster as well in Sports Mode. So that's good in wide open spaces. I wouldn't recommend that for uh, beginners so much, but but if you need to follow fast action sports, that's a great mode for that. And also uh, the visual positioning system, which is on the Phantom 4, the downward facing camera and sonar. So we've increased that to two to two cameras facing downwards and larger a larger sonar. So that you can fly 50 feet high indoors with zero satellites, and still the cat, the drone will lock itself to the ground and hover motionless. So we're in this large trade, uh, the conference room here. You could fly up toward the ceiling, and she could let go of the sticks there, and it would just hover motionless in a totally satellite deficient environment. Can we try that right now? <laughs> Unfortunately, we're, we're in a 10 by 10 by 8 cage. And so you see this one, the Phantom 3 is hovering motionless in there. Yeah. Well, you know, the Phantom 4 is even less, is even more stable than the Phantom 3, believe it or not. It's locked in so hard to the ground. If you were to fly outdoors with either the Phantom 3 or Phantom 4 or the Inspire, now you would pick up about 28 satellites, both GPS satellites and GLONASS satellites from the Soviet Union. 
those satellites lock it into three-dimensional space. So they sort of triangulate in on it, lock it into space. So if you look over the sticks, even in a 25-mile-an-hour wind, it's going to remain motionless in the sky. Incredible. Absolutely and incredible. And the return to home on the Phantom oh, there's 4. there's more. <laughs> the Phantom 4, you know, we all like the return to home feature. Uh, occasionally, someone uh, loses contact with their drone a mile away, and, and it starts flying home, and it hits a tree. Well, now on the Phantom 4, uh, the obstacle avoidance will allow it to go around or over that tree without hitting it on its way home autonomously. And it will land right where it took off. Absolutely incredible. You guys are killing it. Thank yeah. you so much, Randy, from DJI. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Wedding photographers. Unite.